Welcome to the Hollywood Editing Mentor Podcast. My name is Joaquin Elizondo, and I edit films and scripted TV shows in Hollywood. I created the Hollywood Editing Mentor Program to help aspiring editors start or advance their careers in post-production. I don't have any training in coaching or some fancy degree in psychology. I'm just a guy who is relentless in pursuing his goals and wants to help people do the same. But I didn't achieve happiness and success in my career alone. Throughout the years, I've come across some amazing people that have offered valuable advice and guidance. That's why I created the Hollywood Editing Mentor Program, to help people navigate the path to achieving their career goals. I've been in your shoes and gone through the same struggles. The challenges and fears on this journey are real. And I want to tell you, it is possible. It's Health and Fitness Week here at Hollywood Editing Mentor, and I have a special episode of the podcast today. My guest is my friend and personal trainer, Yuichi Ohi, who is also co-owner of LAKO Boxing Gym in Los Angeles. Yuichi has been training in the greater Los Angeles area since 2000. He has an extensive background in training in boxing, jiu-jitsu, grappling, and judo. He is renowned for his work with all fitness levels of clientele, and his approach in training is an organic and holistic style. Yuichi's motto is, what matters most is that my clients are happy and healthy. And I can definitely attest to that. I started working with Yuichi almost three years ago, and within the first year, I lost close to 20 pounds. He introduced me to intense strength and conditioning routines and helped me change my eating habits. As time went by, I felt more energy, had more mental clarity, I was more creative and productive at work, I became more disciplined, and I realized how far I could push myself, both at the gym and the office. It was at that moment that I realized that health and fitness went beyond just trying to look good. I just felt better overall, I was happier, I did more, and I was hooked. It's now a lifestyle for me. Today, Yuichi and I are going to talk about the importance of developing healthy habits and improving our fitness and how this is connected to achieving success in our lives. And success can mean different things for everyone. And with a lot of us working from home right now, Yuichi will give us examples of simple workout routines for editors that we can do in our backyard, living room, or anywhere we have open space. Stay tuned after the interview to get a special podcast bonus featuring four strength and mobility routines designed specifically for the Hollywood Editing Mentor community by Yuichi. All right, guys, it's time to get to work. Here we go with episode eight of the Hollywood editing mentor podcast with my homie fitness trainer Yuichi Ohi. All right so check it out the sensei is here celebrity trainer and local business owner Yuichi Ohi here on the Hollywood editing mentor podcast. Yuichi good to have you here what's going on man? That's good man thanks for having me. We're gonna take it out of the, the cutting room and, and take it into the the kitchen the gym because you know sure you know we talk a lot about editing here but you know there's other aspects of um of, of this job that we need to pay attention to, and that is our, our health and fitness. I think it's important to, to pay attention to those things to, to avoid burnout. You know, as I, I did a, a video recently about how I, I avoid burnout, and it comes from a lot from the stuff that I learned from you uh, about fitness and, and, and nutrition and, and just taking care of ourselves. Full disclosure, I mean, you and I have been working together uh, since December, I think, 2018. And I lost 20 pounds, almost 20 pounds with you, working with you. Uh, I improved my marathon time by like over 30 minutes. But then as I went along and kind of you were pushing me to, to my limits, I discovered other things, other things about me. And I developed a certain even discipline. And so it became from just kind of looking good to then actually feeling better and, and, and pushing my body to its limits and discovering new things about myself. And that also transitioned into the the work environment, right? I, I just became more disciplined and I had more energy. Everything was just improving all around with myself, with with my workouts and also just 
I was much more creative. I just stayed fresh all the time. I mean, it was just I had more energy in general. Yes. Fitness is, is, is sort of like religion that you don't think you need it until you do, you know? And um, uh, it's one of those things where people should do it and a lot of people don't, you know? And when they get to a point in their life where they're unhealthy and it's taking a toll on their body or their health is when they wish they did it, you know? Um, so, I mean, obviously my view on fitness, it's really important. I think everyone should do some form of it. Obviously it helps you live longer, you know? And, uh, I mean, so many people just take that for granted, you know, staying healthy, eating right, living longer, you know? You know, I, I was going to say, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's something that, I mean, I certainly took it for granted. I always thought it was about just simply looking good, you know, and like that's, that's really only the benefits of it, which is fine. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but there's more to it. I mean, like now it's obviously I'm getting older. I'm paying more attention to say to what I eat, the, the nutrients that I'm putting in my body and also just being active, right? Because I mean, I, I don't want to be, as I get older, like, you know, be weak you know i want to stay active as long as possible man um but it's just something that that i yeah i agree with you i don't think a lot of people really i don't know if they're turned off by it if, if it's too much work I, I i don't know what it is what do you what do you think i mean especially with working with people i mean what is it you think that keeps uh, turns off people from focusing on on improving their health and fitness well i mean the number one thing it's hard to do right um I guess you could think it's expensive if it's something that you don't see as value, right? So you're talking about gym membership or personal training or supplements or sneakers or clothes. I mean, all that stuff sort of adds up. So they sort of weigh and they go, well, do I really want to run a marathon like you? Most people do not, you know? The training, the time, uh, the work that you have to put into it, the money you have to spend on clothes and personal training and gym memberships. So it is a big investment, I think the one thing that people lack is investing in their own lives so they they live longer, right? So it's easy to go out to dinner and spend money on vehicles and jewelry and all these other things. But uh, for whatever reason, it takes people a while until they get sick, until they really, really need to get in, in shape. You know, they don't really see the benefits of the investment in their own bodies, you know? Um, and, you know, with clothes, here's the other thing about just, just even looking good, right? I tell people, like, there's two ways to hit fitness. Either you just want to look good for the vanity of it, which I think is important, you know, um, or you know that you need to get healthy to live longer because somebody's telling you or you have underlying health issues, you know. Um, but, you know, I think right now in this world, people are noticing that if you're not healthy, that things can take over and make you very sick, you know, and we have a lot out there that's that's attacking us, right? So, um, it's important that people, that people get some type of fitness in their life and not even for themselves, like for their kids or their spouse or their parents or, you know, whichever way you look at it. Right. Right. And I, and I think, you know, you brought up, you know, right there, you said, you know, it, it, people think it's a lot of work, right? I mean, I think, I think it also goes into this thing about like maybe, you know, it, you know, I guess the idea of work and that applies to a lot of things. You know, people, I think sometimes want probably things to be easy, right? I mean, it, this takes, this can take time. I, I discovered that it, I mean, it took me a good probably year, man, to, to really get to, first of all, like lose, I guess, at close to 20 pounds and get to a point where I was lifting, say, more weight and, and, and running faster. I mean, it took time. It took meal prepping, you know, every Sunday. Like it's always, cause it's always, it goes beyond the gym like i had to meal prep every sunday i had to take my lunches to work uh sometimes i would work out twice a day i mean i think what got to me was more exhausting honestly is all that all the prep work than actually than the actual workout like that was like the easy part probably sure. so i mean like i think i also i feel like people just might 
sometimes want things a little too easy. And I think yeah. we're not willing to put in that work. Plus there's a, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's a process also, Joaquin, when we're, when we're going through puberty, people, people don't realize that when you're going through puberty at a young age, the muscle that you develop through puberty is the muscle that you keep forever, right? So as you get older and you become an adult, that muscle either grows or shrinks depending on what workload and type of workouts and eating. Um, so if you never did fitness as a young kid, all right, or a young female, or you never did, did any sports, it is challenging to then at a later time in life to get in really good shape and build muscle, right? So I think that whole puberty stage of playing sports and being active and going outdoors is so important for human development. So as you become an adult, it becomes easier to sort of jump into some type of fitness routine, right? And if you've never done sports, the gym just looks like an alien planet, you know. If you if you've never gone through pain or you know or, uh, or or you know football conditioning or soccer on the weekends or baseball, if you've never done any of those sports as a kid, and you all of a sudden get into fitness as an adult, it's a whole nother world, right? Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it, I, I've, I've definitely. I mean, I can I can speak from experience. I mean, I, I always focus a lot on on cardio, on running. I didn't pick up strength training, I think, till close to when I met you. And so I, I, I always spent um, just, you know, I, run, I, I used to run a lot and I used to do a lot of races and this and that, but never focus on strength training. Now I realize how important it is to build muscle. And it, and also it's harder now as I get older. And, and to, if I had never really paid attention to strength training, like you said, it's just now it can be a little tougher. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's so important because uh, with strength training, uh, you want to... Obviously, the more muscle you have on your frame, the less your joints and ligaments, uh, the stress they take. So muscle actually plays a big role in being able to keep your body stable during, you know, functional movements. So, um, I mean, if you're just, let's say you're a long distance runner, you know, they are pretty lean, but they do have a lot of muscle mass for their, for their body weight, right? So they're not carrying a lot of body fat. But if you took a, a runner and then added 40 pounds of body fat, he wouldn't have enough muscle to carry his frame, right? So then that's where your joints and ligaments end up taking some of that stress. Um, so it is – and plus, the more muscle you have, the more calories your body burns at rest. So um, especially for a male, you know, um, you want to you maintain muscle so that all the calories we consume as males, that it doesn't just all of a sudden become body fat, right? Um, same thing, same thing with females, females. So the thing I hear a lot is they go, uh, I, you know, I don't like doing upper body because I build muscle too fast or I don't like going heavy legs cause I don't want big legs. And they have this misconception that just lifting heavy is going to make them bigger, right? Or that one workout, they're going to build all this muscle. But what happens is your muscles are swelling with blood, so you're always bigger the day of a workout. But for females, it's so important to, to lift weights. Uh, you need some weight-bearing exercises because for females especially, like to keep body fat off because their maintenance of calories is so much lower than ours, which is – I remember when you were telling me about the food that you ate <laughs> when, we first, when we first started training, burgers, fries, beers, and it, it sort of made me go, like, why are you eating that way alone, which is sort of silly, right? Yeah. But, but you know, um, so having more muscle helps burn more calories so that if you do have a bad day of eating, it doesn't hit you as hard, right? So you can at least catch it catch it in a few days right well i want to talk about that because i remember um you know when when we, we met that's the first thing you said to me you're like hey bring me 
a food log before we get started. And it's like, just write down what you ate for an entire week. And I'm like, all right, I brought you that sheet. And you're like, dude, this is, this is, this is terrible. And I, and I guessed him, but you know, the, the crazy thing is that I, I knew it wasn't obviously eating great, but I didn't think it was that bad. But once I saw it on a piece of paper, I'm like, oh man, no, you're right. This is terrible. So you're like, go back, try it for another week and change some things. I went back. I thought I changed it enough. I come back to you and you're like, dude, this is still not good enough. I'm like, damn, like, I mean, like, what is it that I need to do? And finally, I think the week after, finally, you're like, all right, this is, now we're getting somewhere. And it was basically just eating clean. I mean, I was eating enough calories, but it was just not eating. I mean, it was just proper nutrition, right? I mean, you know, chicken breasts, breast, vegetables, you know, some carbs. I mean, it was just clean stuff. And then I, I stuck to it. And then as we worked out, then the pounds started to come off. I guess it was just simple. Like you said, just write it down. Like see, so you can see it in front of you. That that worked a lot for me. Yeah, because most people are visual, right? And, um, you know, they, they don't realize that it, it's 80% of your, your results, your food intake, right? So the other thing to Joaquin is, um, you know, what people need to understand is that most trainers are not registered dietitians or nutritionists, right? Um, I mean, I do have a nutritional certification with, with my national cert with uh, NASM, but um, it still doesn't give me the authority to be strict and totally jump into somebody's food program and tell them exactly what to eat. So that's one of those things where if you have a personal trainer that is acting like he knows everything about food, you need to sort of be cautious because they really shouldn't guide you that strictly. It should be more of just a slight nudge, right? Um, but it's also being simplistic and realistic. Like obviously, you know, burger and fries is probably not going to help you lose weight, right? You know, uh, but the other thing too, Joaquin, is, you know, the reason why people come to the gym, I mean, there's so many different reasons. Um, you know, obviously a lot of it is unhealthy and overweight, right? That's usually the first, the first sign. Um, the reason why people are over, overweight, there are so many different factors for it, right? Um, stress, uh, depression, right? Some type of past pain that they're dealing with, whether it be family or traumatic. So, or it could even be addiction issues. So there are many different factors of why people either become overweight or underweight. So it really is a big disease out there. People don't realize how bad obesity is for our society. It is killing people left and right, you know? So, and, and, and the sad part is you see somebody shooting up heroin, you know, they're going to die, right? But you see somebody like you eating a cheeseburger and your fries <laughs> and you want to join in. You know? <laughs> it, looks, it looks good. So it's one of those things that it's hard to look at somebody and go, okay, you're overweight. You're probably going to die. You're not going to live very long. You know, like your body will not be able to carry that weight for 60 years. It's not going to happen. Right. Um, especially if you're over like 30, 40, 50% body fat. Right. Um, I mean, for, for a male, clinically, it's 25%. There are times where I take people's body fat, and especially males at 25%, they don't look that bad, surprisingly, you know, especially if they maybe played a sport, they put on their nice tight shirt, they feel good, they're sort of a bigger guy, but they don't know that they are clinically obese. And for a female, it's 35%. So let's say a female should be about 130. If she's about 160, 
she is probably clinically obese. Which then you have diabetes and hypertension and high blood pressure and, you know, and joint issues and, you know, and, and, then, and then of course, if you are overweight, then you, you start having joint issues. And once you have a joint issue, you know, whether a knee or a hip or an ankle or, you know, or you, or you mess up a tendon, it goes downhill from there. Because now your 30 pounds just turned into 50 pounds, you know, and having to rehab, which makes it really difficult, overweight, right? So, so yeah, so, you know, back to why fitness is important. Fitness, it helps you live longer, you know? I, I mean, I've been training almost 20 years, walking. I was born in Portugal and uh, on the island, you know, San Miguel in the Azores. And it's so organic there. Everything's very healthy. You know, they don't use a lot of pesticides, uh, you know, fish fresh from the ocean. Um, my father, Masatoshi Oe, he was sent to Portugal to teach judo. And so he was, um, at the time, a six-degree black belt in judo. And he was sent to spread judo through the world, almost like what they do with jiu-jitsu now. And he somehow had a friend at the island, ended up staying there, opened up the school over 50 years ago. And uh, let me tell you, my dad, even as a kid, he was always just shredded and healthy. He was a strong guy. I mean, always the biking to work and he taught judo wherever we were. So, you know, being healthy and fit was sort of just bred into my DNA, you know, like he was always super healthy that we didn't really have any other options. Right. But but the other thing, too, Joaquin, the way we grew up with the way I grew up is a lot different than kids these days. I mean, <laughs> rotary phone, no cell phones. It was, it was safe to ride a bike. You could stay out late. You're playing sports with kids. You know, I was playing, I was playing basketball almost every day. Times were different. We didn't have computers. So I wasn't stuck on an iPad or, you know, or my Apple computer. So we didn't have those options. So I had to go out. I had to be physical. I had to be active. It was really your only choice. Otherwise, there was nothing else to do, right? So I think the scary thing is watching kids these days because they don't have those same opportunities that we had, you know, in terms of like being forced to do things outside. So this generation, I don't know, man, it's going to be, it's going to be scary. I tie this health and fitness thing to, to my job. I mean, I, I, I developed a lot more, well, first of all, a lot more energy by just simply being healthier and, and eating right and working out. I just developed more energy. I was, I found out I can be much more creative as an editor. Like, you know, we're sure we're sitting a lot and we're in dark rooms and, but it's still taxing on our mind and our bodies. I mean, I, I'm making decisions constantly. It's long hours in isolation pretty much. Um, it can be very exhausting. And so what I learned is that by taking care of my mind and my body, I was just more energized. I was much more productive. I wasn't feeling that, that burnout. Um, so it's not only then, not only became simply about me losing weight and looking good, say necessarily, it was like, oh man, like I can be much more productive at work and at home and just in general as my, my, I'm much more happier, much more energy. And I think that goes back to the idea of nutrition. I realized that no matter how much work that I did in the gym, if I didn't eat right, you wouldn't see any results. And I can honestly feel now when I don't eat well, like the next day, I, I mean, I, I can clearly see it in my energy. I don't, I don't, I'm not as productive. I, it's just, it's a fact. How can someone pay more attention to what they're eating and develop, say, 
healthier eating habits. Because it doesn't necessarily mean get on a diet. I think it's not necessarily a diet. It's just, hey, pay attention to what you're eating. I never call it a diet anyways. I always call it nutrition because uh, diet has just a negative connotation. So, you know, you talk about diet and you're, you're telling people to take things away that they want, right? Because food has an emotional grasp on people, right? It's the one thing that makes people happy. So it's hard to say you can't have this anymore. You can't have the Doritos. You can't have the fries. You can't have the ice cream. Because for most people... That releases the same dopamine that uh, crack or heroin or alcohol does for addicts. And that's what people don't realize, right? And one of the main factors of that is stress. Stress. It's a killer. So some of my most unhealthy clients have been production people, you know, Uh, doctors, uh, nurses, you know, people people in finance. Uh, people with multiple businesses, you know, stress is a number one killer. So especially for people that are sitting all day too, Joaquin, you talk about somebody who's sitting all day and what you're doing is you're, you're not training your cardiovascular system. So that's so important. Heart health is so important to feeling strong and fit, you know? Um, so going back to food, food is such an important factor of cardiovascular health, you know? Um, too much sodium is the number one killer, right? Uh, not eating at the right times or not eating enough, uh, it lowers your metabolism, which eventually lowers your blood sugars, which then sends you into crash, which then most people will just inject caffeine into their system, right? Um, and that's damaging for the heart also because it's slowing down and then peaking up and then slowing down and then peaking up. But then they're sitting all day. So they're not really training their cardiovascular system. So the blood flow is so poor that and they're sitting all day, eventually you start talking about blood clots, you know? So there's a lot of serious health issues that come from people that sit all day, that don't eat right, that have a lot of stress, uh, don't work out to to combat the stress or the, the lack of cardiovascular health. So what are some things that probably some people like that, and the, you know, that have those types of jobs, like what can they do, you know, in their lives without necessarily signing up yet for a, even a, you know, a gym or anything like that, but just in their daily lives, you know, to combat the stress uh, or even just stay active during the workday. I mean, anything that you would suggest for things for people to kind of be able to do? Yeah, of course. You know, I, what can I tell people? I tell people, do anything. If you do nothing, do anything. Even if it was 10 minutes a day, you know, you go for a quick walk or, you know, a 20-minute walk or a quick hike or a bike ride, you know. It's really important to just start with baby steps and try to implement something every day that's going to work towards being healthy, whatever that change is. Because you don't want to do too many things at once either, right? So let's say somebody like you who sort of worked out, well, you did work out, but not crazy. Uh, you weren't really doing weight training. You ate like crap and you sat and you sat and you sat, you sat all day at work, right? And you were probably the most fit editor, which is also funny just considering how bad you ate, right? So that's the other thing too is, is some of these either production people or, you know, or editors, they look around, they see other people that are way out of shape, which, which actually makes them feel better, you know? But, but if you have kids, I say, can you go running with your kid or go hiking with your kid? 
right? If your if your house was burning down, would you be able to save your family? You know, like uh, would you be able to swim across the river if you had to? You know, could you survive? Right. So um, you got to sort of ask yourself those questions in times of need. Would you be able to step up? Right. Would you be healthy enough? You know. So so I tell people just start basics. Any any anything is better than nothing. And then from there, then you start laying some groundwork. I think people, most people should hire a trainer, a personal trainer at some point, um, just so they can learn basic exercises. But there's so many, there's so many things on uh, online too, fucking free stuff, right? YouTube and Vimeo, uh, Instagram. There are so many options of free classes and free workouts that I think these times it's really silly that people don't take advantage of it. What any advice on on seeing on someone how they can say choose a personal trainer? What things to look for if you're just coming into it new and like you know how? Because I certainly did not know. I, I you're right. I would just kind of look at who looks the fittest, you know, whatever. But it's it's not it's it's you want to build a connection. Sure, you know, I mean, obviously personalities have to have to mesh. That's really important, right? Um, you know, from both ends. Yeah, I mean, I have to I have to enjoy somebody. And they have to enjoy me also, right? And there has to be respect. And if there isn't that, then it's really hard to work with somebody. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't really keep somebody if, if we if we don't get along, if that person doesn't like me, there's really no sense in working with that person, right? Um, and that does happen more oftentimes than, than, than you'd realize. But the, the, the other thing I've realized too is um, clients will watch you for months. Like when they eventually pick a personal trainer, they're in a gym. They've been working out there for two, three, four months. And I've had people come up to me after watching me for months and they've been watching to see what I do and how I train. And if my people, if my people get in shape, you know, um, and, uh, which is, which is sort of funny. So I, I don't think you should rush into, you know, getting a trainer. Don't just pick the first one. Um, obviously if you watch and see if you like the type of training they do, uh, that's important also. Um, there might be certain things that you don't like to do. You know, maybe you don't have to do it just at first, right? So if you're not looking for CrossFit, then you probably shouldn't get a CrossFit trainer, right? You probably get, should get a trainer that's into something that you would probably enjoy at first so that you can at least start. So whether it's a Pilates, a yoga, you know, jujitsu, um, you know, uh, CrossFit or kickboxing or boxing, you know, find something that you can sort of like a little bit and maybe be passionate about. So, you know, I tell people with fitness, you got to enjoy it a little bit. You got to enjoy the pain and you got to enjoy the pleasure, right? Look, I, I, I totally, I, you're investing in your body and your, in your health for longevity. I mean, like it's, it, it is. I mean, we're so easily invest in other things and it's like, we just don't, I think, invest enough in, in, our, in our health. No, so it's, I think of an, an I think of it as an investment for the future. When I take people long walking, you know, I, I I create a vision, a long term vision for clients, right? So I don't just train people. I think it's for me, it's more like being an artist, right? Um, I think that's what's changed me as a trainer. Also, shaping the body is easy, right? Um, obviously, getting them to change their eating habits—that's the challenging part, which takes a little bit of time, you know. Um, so when I take when I take somebody on, for me, it's a long term project, right? If I can get somebody healthy, in shape, looking good, right, and feeling good, nine out of ten people will be successful and make more money, you know? I might not have the actual number in place. I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm telling you from my perspective, most of my clients that get in great shape, that really get in good shape, that really get healthy, 
that really hit certain goals or accomplish certain fitness goals, most of those people are really successful. And I have a lot of people that are very successful. And, you know, success is different, right? I mean, you made a bump up in editing, right? Um, you know, I have other clients that are actors that, you know, you can tell their success, you know, from different movies and directors they work with or, you know, or people that have office jobs and get promoted there, you know. Um, but it's been proven, and I hate to bring it up, but people that are in shape and healthy make more money, period. It's been that that is a stat that's been proven. I totally agree with you, and I'm, I'm glad you bring this up. And you're right. It's like it's, it's, it's everyone's success is different, but yes – that's the reason, uh, you know, I connect this with our, say, career, say, fitness in our careers, because yes, I know for example that I, you know, yes, I, I progressed in my career. Um, I got, you know, a promotion and it has to do a lot with simply how I was feeling, like how I was able to push through and the energy that I had to perform my work and just the, the overall attitude that I carried around the office and how I, I, I communicated with other people. Like those things, definitely, I totally connect with how I improved my health and fitness. Absolutely. I've done a lot of research too, Joaquin, on, um, you know, because I, I always say that you want to surround yourself with people that inspire or motivate you, right? So that's why I say I'm, I'm not the ringleader, you know, I'm not king of the mountain um, because I have a lot of people, even clients, clients that I get in shape that motivate, inspire me. So see how it's all just a transfer of energy. So it's not me looking down. It's me looking through and within, right? So I looked at people that are really successful in books that I've read, you know, like high level CEOs of, of, of fortune 500 companies. Um, and what they do every morning before they check their phone, before they open the newspaper, most of them go to the gym. And if they're super busy, they're there at 5 in the morning, 5.30 or 6 a.m. You know, most of those high-level, high-level um, professional people and, you know, even some of my actor clients, you know, they work out every day, every day, you know, unless they're working a 20-hour, you know, day on set or something crazy. But they're always working out to stay healthy. So... Um, yeah, it is really important that people put that first. I think fitness should be first, you know, because obviously you, you live longer, you're healthier, you make more money, you're around for your kids longer, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm in. <laughs> Call yeah, me in. It's all, it's all good, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's awesome points, man. I'd like to hear your perspective because it's like this stuff, especially this idea of looking within ourselves, that applies just in general to, you know, I talk about a lot about it, you know, regarding our careers. It's, it starts with us, right? Everything, anything, any, any, any um, achievements we, or anything we want to achieve, any goals that we have, it starts with us. I mean, we can only hear so much advice from people, but it really, we have to look within ourselves to find that motivation and that drive and eventually saying, hey, this is what it's going to take to meet my goals. It's so important to relieve that stress too. Somebody who doesn't work out and stay healthy usually is carrying way more stress than someone who is. Totally agree. And that person at home is not fun, you know, like. They don't know how, how to relieve stress, you know, um, they're stressed out. And then you start talking about insecurities and then you start adding depression, you know. So if people are dealing with any of those issues, it all starts with inside walking, you know, just feeling good about yourself and just trying to stay healthy, right? Like just try, 
just get out, do anything. You play, learn a new sport, go play golf, you know, go skateboarding, go run, join, join a, a softball league, you know, just anything you can do to get yourself out and relieve some stress, you know? Awesome, man. Yeah, it's all tied together. It's all tied together. And I, and I love to hear your perspective on it because, yeah, that's something I, I bring up a lot of it, you know, it, it just confirms it, um, especially someone as experienced as you in this area. Um, how can someone right now start then? And stick with a fitness plan. What would be your recommendations for someone to transform their mindset to kind of see this differently maybe and, and look at the benefits of it and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do something about it. What could something practical steps, maybe practical advice that someone at this moment who is not as active can do to maybe get started? Yeah. So, you know, Joaquin, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of, a lot of things in, in my past in terms of I've always been in some type, some type of manager position or, or, you know, running a deli or a general manager for restaurants or, you know, personal training or um, I've always been in sort of that like leadership type, you know, spot, right? So I think it's really important that people first set goals, you know, like you want to set a goal, something that you're trying to accomplish, something that you've never done and reach it. And don't stop until you reach it. And it's the people that don't set, even if it's a small goal, right? So, so let's say you're not doing anything right now, right? Um, I like to create like a vision board, you know? So I'm, I'm always thinking of things that I'm looking to do or accomplish or get or finish in the future. So you want to create a vision board and just get your head because you want to get deep into that brain, right? You want to get your head thinking about fitness. So I tell people, Start buying magazines. Leave them around your house. Start reading about fitness, different whatever, articles or, you know, uh, even online. Um, maybe buy some new workout gear. Buy some headphones. Buy some new shoes. I always find that buying new shoes is a good motivator to use them, whether it be hiking shoes or whether it be running shoes. And so many people are using gear that they've had since they were in high school, of course, of, of course, they're not going to be a runner, right? Go and get yourself some new workout gear, you know, set, set a small goal, whether you say, you know what, I'm going to, I love people that are like, you know what, I'm going to run a marathon this year. They've never ran in their life. I think that's great if they do it, but if they don't, they failed, right? And the next year, they're going to say the same thing. I'm going to run a, a marathon this year. And if they don't do it again, they've wasted two years of their life. So I tell people, set small goals, a small goal, run three miles, you know, or maybe climb up one of these high peaks in, in Southern California, or uh, maybe go to the aquatic center and start swimming, or maybe bike 20 miles, a goal that is a little challenging, but you could start training towards and actually accomplish and then step up, step it up from there. Yeah, it's no need to be out there first. You never ran before. Let's go do a whole marathon or let's go lift all this weight. Or, I mean, it's like, it, don't, don't, I mean, you'll get there. Right, but it's better just to kind of all right something that's more uh, attainable. Yes, and, and build, build, build from there. Yes, yes, and also like you know, if if you don't do anything fitness and you have a workout buddy, you have someone who is fit who does work out a lot, and I say you know, start working out with one of your friends so they get you outdoors, right? Um, but you do want to be really smart about if you have any body issues in terms of um, muscle imbalances. Um, if you have any medical issues that you need to be addressed first before you start a uh, physical activity, I tell people, 
if you think you have any medical issues, you probably should go see a doctor first. So it's really important. Make sure you get a checkup first before you say, I'm going to run 10 miles today. Right? <laughs> you you want to make sure your body's ready for it too. Right. Right. And, and then you do, you do want to get some nutritional advice because depending on how you're eating, it could be really damaging and you could hurt yourself if you do something that's too much. So um, if you go and run three miles and you went and had two Red Bulls and a bag of chips, probably not smart. Great, man. Great advice. Um, just uh, one last thing for, for not talking about specifically, say, about editors that, you know, like I said, we, we sit around a lot. And even, you know, now there's, you know, we, there seems to be more standing desks now available at our, at our jobs, which is great. But also standing too much can also be kind of be detrimental to health. Talking specifically to editors who have sedentary jobs, any tips on, say, simple exercises or things that they can do or, or, or things that they can do, say, even at the office or at home? but that can kind of help them stay a little active um, and get them up from the, from the editing chair. Um, just any maybe simple things that we can do to, to improve our health. Yeah, of course there are. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of answers to that question, but um, I think in terms of editors, uh, what, what, what they need to look for is if they have any, if they have any body issues, aches and pains, back issue, um, knee issue, uh, you know, shoulder issue. So if they have anything that's happening there, it's probably something they're doing occupational or something they're doing a lot of. So again, back to if they have any pains that they think are really sharp, probably needs to be addressed. I always say they probably should see a doctor first. Um, but some of those pains probably could be alleviated with uh, proper stretching. So um, this, was, this was called myofascial release. So it's uh, foam rolling. It's one of those big foam rollers that you see in gym, most gyms. People wonder what, what is that. Um, it's almost like a poor man's massage where you want to loosen up those muscle filaments that get really tight, right? So what happens is you'll get a, a synergist, a muscle, right? That'll become, uh, it'll become a dominant. So if you get one muscle that's dominant against another muscle, then that joint is not going to work properly. So in other words, if you had a really tight quad and a really loose hamstring, right, that muscle's not – that whole leg extension and flexion is not going to work properly. So what you have to do is fix some of those imbalances, right? Um, so you'd have to want to relax the quad and tighten up the hamstring, um, so with editors, you want to start there first and figure out what they have going on in their body first that might need to be fixed. Um, could be a weak core, right? It could be a shoulder impingement. It could be a lower back issue, right? Um, so that's the first thing they want to ask is, okay, I have some of those things. I have most of them. You need to address those first. Yeah, no, I mean, those things I've, I've experienced, I, I, I've, I mean, all those things that you mentioned, I have felt and I still deal with and I, I make an effort. I mean, I have my foam roller, I have my lacrosse ball, I have uh, the, the, the massage gun. I mean, and then, and then also then just simply just stretching, like without any tools, just simply doing stretches. But that's, I mean, that's another part of it. Stretching is so important because it releases tension. Simply, it does from the body. It releases stress. I mean, I know, I know now when I, I'm like, all right, I'm feeling tight. I need to stretch, and it relieves not only just the actual muscles, but like just the tension in my body. I can feel it go away. So it's not just the physical part of it. It's just simply the uh, mental, or you know, 
uh, aspects as well. So that's, I mean, that's, we can go down the rabbit hole on this. We can just go on and on. Um, and it's great. I mean, I, I hope to see more of Yuyuchi here, uh, maybe doing some videos and then showing people simple videos, simple things. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much to start. Right? Uh, no, I, I actually, I think that's going to be great. Is uh, I think we should um, meet and do uh, do some. I can do some uh, demonstration. Uh, we'll start with obviously some uh, foam rolling and corrective stretching, um, and then just show people some basic exercises that they could do in a chair at their house. Like nothing, nothing crazy, nothing major. So again, the one thing is, um, if they are getting into a fitness program, don't become a weekend warrior where uh, you go and you know play uh, you know tackle football on Saturdays. You know baby steps, baby steps. Um, and again, and nutrition, right? So start, start, start with nutrition, basic nutrition. So it's, it's, it's a, it's, there are multi prongs to, to getting in shape, but as long as you start hitting all of them just a little bit, uh, you'll be in a better shape. So, um, new, new fitness gear to help motivate and inspire you, right? Um, try to find somebody who can mentor or motivate you or inspire you also to work out and maybe teach you some things. Um, Obviously, if you have to go to the doctor, go to the doctor, right? Um, start tr trying to take a look at your body and see if there's anything that you think that might need to be addressed or fixed. And then start with a basic workout program, right? And obviously, nutrition. Nutrition is the most important. Look at what you're eating. And it's really simple. That You know, they have that book out there that's um, what eat this and not that. So go get a book, you know, to help guide you a little bit. I mean, it's really um, – it's it's simple, but for most people, it's not right. So, watching your sodium intake, watching your fat intake, your carb intake, uh, cutting out fast food, watching dairy, um, and then of course, then you start breaking down into organics and sodium and MSG. There's so many different things. So, just start with basics. Exactly, baby steps, the basics. That's what gets us going. I love that. Hey, Yuchi, thank you very much, man. Anything else that you would like to add? Anything else that you would like to say? Stay healthy. You know, like I mean. I, they're, they're, they're saying they're saying that gyms are non-essential, but you know I, I do I do firmly disagree with that. They I think I think exercise and health is essential, and uh, and people are people are starting to see that. Like uh, keep that vitamin D up, stay healthy, stay fit, live longer, be stronger. I think they're all really important, and I think they are essential. Awesome. And where, where can uh, people find you if they want more information on, on what you do and who you are? And where can people find more, more information on you? Well, my my, uh, my gym, when it is open, uh, LAKO Club, we're uh, uh, boxing and kickboxing. Uh, we also do personal training, one-on-one uh, -on -one training. And uh, been here almost five years now, been pretty successful. And uh, we've, we've met and made a lot of great, um, members and clients and gotten people fit. Um, and then I also have my OE.fitness uh, at Instagram where I post uh, workouts and uh, daily workouts. Yeah, I understand. And it's unfortunate about this this, this, this situation and how it's affected uh, your business and gyms in general. But um, you can, we can, you're still doing – you're making an effort to still, you know, put out information for, uh, for people for, you know, workout videos and you're still out there – you know, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, we're, 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 we're starting a digital platform, uh, you know, just uh, conforming to the times. Uh, so many, so many people are digital now, which, you know, rightfully so. Um, so yeah, we're going to start posting, uh, well, we've been doing videos on our, uh, our Instagram, obviously. 
And we're going to start uh, pretty soon posting on Vimeo uh, with a small s- subscription. And uh, we're making the videos as we speak, and that should be up in the next few weeks. So awesome, man! Well, I'm going to I'm going to link to all that stuff here in the show notes, so we'll make sure to to, to send people your way. But Yuchi. Thanks, man. I appreciate you and I appreciate you being here. I can't wait for us to get back to working out. I miss our sessions. It's been a while. Uh, but I, hey, I'm, st- I'm putting in the work here. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not letting go. I mean, I'm still doing it here. I saw that little gym you got going on there. It's something, though, you know? <laughs> you, just, you, just need, you just need the Camaro. The Camaro. The Camaro and the weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's one is easier than the other, probably, at this point. But, uh, but uh, hey, Yuchi, thank you very much. Thanks for everything, man, you've done for me. I, I appreciate you, honestly. And, uh, you know, I, I look forward to doing collaborating more with you on Hollywood Editing Mentor and thanks for being a Hollywood Editing Mentor Podcast. Oh, my pleasure, man. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to Yuichi Ohi for giving us fitness and nutrition advice to improve our health and help us create more success in our lives. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Yuichi has provided a special bonus for the listeners of this podcast. Head over to HollywoodEditingMentor.com slash workouts and sign up to receive four strength and mobility routines designed by Yuichi for the Hollywood Editing Mentor community. You'll get routines on full body strength, cardio and conditioning, foam rolling, and corrective stretching for editors. And make sure to follow Yuichi on Instagram at ohi.fitness, that's ohi.fitness, and tell him thanks for providing these videos. Thanks again for listening to the Hollywood Editing Mentor Podcast. My name is Joaquin Elizondo, the creator of the Hollywood Editing Mentor Program. Let's go out there and get a chance.